0: Okay.
1: You are listening to A Trip to India podcast, the podcast where women inspire women to dream big. In this episode, meet comedian Jen Thomas. Jen has been on tour with Cat Williams, has also written for Wallet Out, and has been touring all over the nation. If there's anything that I have left out, forgot, or something you want to plug in, let the world know. You celebrate all my
0: stuff. Hey, as long as you gave some credits, you Look, these days, you can't even get nobody to give your credits. You be like, boy, she been on Comic View. I be like, boy, I'm too for Comic <laughs> View. Stop playing with me. Not Comic
1: View. Right,
0: I be like, not you said Comic View, but the, the audience know you lying, boy.
1: <laughs> I saw that you were on, um, you did BET, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I did BET uh, when I first, when I was so new. I was like two years in the comedy, Apollo Live, tony rock and i almost got booed but god was with me you don't know somebody Ooh. i was this close for getting booed but god was like not today he was like thank you jesus
1: <laughs> and that's some stuff that i want to get into but before we do that i like to break the ice and i think this would be really cool and to get the audience to know a little bit more about you we want to do a game called two truths and one lie you okay. do two truths one lie i gotta figure out which one is the lie Two truths. And one um,
0: lie. One lie. I'm shy. I know all of my baby daddies. <laughs> um, And the last one. I play basketball. Which one is the
1: lie? I feel like you made this easy. Did you? do the- Because you said you shy. I think the lie is that you shy. Actually, that's the truth. Okay. Is it one of those things that like, once you get on stage, you become somebody else? Right. I become somebody
0: else on stage. It's a different thing on stage. And and the lie is I don't know all my baby daddies because they told me they were drug dealers and they
1: not. And they're not. <laughs> they were, one of them was a drug user. Not a drug Hey, okay. I hope you let that one go. He your favorite, ain't he?
0: <laughs> Yeah, the one who did a little bit of drugs. I love him so much, man. It's <laughs> something about cocaine that make you... You know what I'm talking about? No, you I don't. Talk Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> no, you bring you closer. Saying. You know, finding <laughs> out he stole something from you. It's just, it's just a rush. You no. know? It's so cute. Oh my God! I just don't know how we made it. It's, it's beautiful. Are <laughs> oh, you like trust, trust the it.
1: process. Trust the process. I'm gonna tell somebody that. <laughs> so before we get into it, because you just said a couple things that I want to learn about, I want to reiterate to the new listeners that might be listening why I have this show. I started a trip to India podcast because I wanted to create a space where women can feel inspired and comfortable with exploring any of the ideas they want to do in life. So I figured why not bring in women that's out here doing it, that can give testimony. Just let them know that you were there where they were at one point.
0: Right. Yeah, I was, I think, um, whatever you want to do, just go after it. I think we get caught up in looking for approval, I kind of fell into my dream. I was praying, like, Lord, you forgot to give my bless. You not not my blessing. You forgot to tell me what my gift is. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the words say everybody got a gift, and I thought the Lord forgot me. So Mm -hmm. I was in prayer for years trying to find out what was my gift, and finally, uh, it was revealed to me. I was at church, and the person who was supposed to host didn't host, and uh, one of the members knew I was funny, but I was shy though. Um, and she convinced me to go up and then from there it took off. So, uh, sometimes it may be the thing that you just enjoy doing. I think we overlook our, our gifts and, um, Mm -hmm. the advice I would give somebody is once you feel it and once you know, don't let nobody stop you, you know, just go for it.
1: So that was your like epiphany moment. Yeah, that was my moment.
0: Yeah, once I got on stage and I heard the laughter and I just remember being up there like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. It was just like an aha moment.
1: So after you figure out that that's what you want to do, what was that moment where you're like, all right, let me try this out on somebody, if that makes sense. Like, what was your first set?
0: Okay. Uh, So, of course, it was in church because I filled in, like I said. But my first After time, what? When, like, I, well, my first time when I got serious, yeah, when is when serious. I went to a comedy club and they had uh it was like a, competition of some sort. And I was just like, let me let me see if I got what it takes. And I just did it. I just tried it out and I went, you know, with nobody just in case I got booed. I'm not telling my business. So um, I just tried it out on my own. Sometimes you got to go by yourself first just to see how I feel. So that was my one of my first moments when I knew then, you know, again.
1: Did you wing it or was it like planned? Like, you know. I winged
0: it. I definitely mm-hmm. know uh, about writing a set and mm-hmm. preparing. I was just off the head. Like, okay, I'm gonna
1: go ahead and toss some trash, and, and that's what I did. Do you think that's necessary for some, like, a woman that wants to start? Do you think it's necessary for her to feel like she has to write out a set first
0: uh, if she wants to start a comedy? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Knowing what I know now, I would definitely say write down something, be be prepared, but um. If you don't, I don't want that to stop you. So I say, I always tell people, like, if you want to try comedy, stand up. Because there's so many ways to do comedy now. But if you want to do stand up. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, I four or five jokes that are made. Some people around you laugh and try them on stage. That'll help you because you're going to naturally be nervous. I'm mm-hmm. still nervous. I've been doing it 10 years. I'm always nervous before I get on stage. But that'll help you overcome the fear because you know that you're prepared.
1: So was we'll your first. Like, have you ever? I don't know. I want to say first because every comedian says they've had like a set where people didn't really resonate with them. Have you ever had one of those moments? Hell
0: yeah. More <laughs> than one.
1: <laughs>
0: what is it like? I, I, got on, I just told you, I almost got booed on Apollo. And this, the funniest thing is that, uh, so I went to Apollo, I made the audition. So they flew me to New York to do the show, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody found out, so they had like a little watch party for me. <laughs> oh. I didn't know what it was gonna be like on TV, and I was so trash, like man. And that's one thing; it's one thing to get booed. It's another when somebody had a gathering expecting you to win. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, my all my coworkers, like I went to work the next day, like, what do you people don't see me fail so ugly? What my mom was- ain't wanna, My mama tried to act like I want her kid. My daddy was like, uh, "I ain't go to the family reunion." And oh to no! Day, I hate seeing, I hate seeing that clip. But that was then. But now I appreciate it because it, nothing beats a good fail. Like you, like I listen to um, Leslie Brown. He's a motivational speaker, mm-hmm. and he says this part: "You gotta fail your way to success," and that resonates in me because I think you find out, you will find out who you are when you fail like you need to fail that's what make you
1: great that's true let's see if you really with it or not or how yeah, strong you gonna you stick are.
0: with it how they, gonna, how they say on TikTok you gonna stick beside
1: him <laughs> I'm gonna stick beside it. <laughs> 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 no. so um, rest in peace to Paul Mooney and um, I'm sure he has impacted you in some way
0: Yes, I never got to see him like live and in person. I hate mm-hmm. that, but I love. I like raw, honest comedy. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people, it's a scary thing though, because you going, you saying what people are afraid to say, and some stuff that'll make you lose opportunities. So for me, he was fearless, mm-hmm. and I try to be. But you know, it's, it's that's, that take a lot because you got to be willing to decide what you want you know
1: and take but uh, that's the thing
0: right that's what i admire about him so he me watching him helped me to push the line a little bit Mm -hmm. but i ain't i ain't there i'm not completely there i ain't gonna lie but it it definitely helps you push yourself
1: so speaking of him what who are the other like comedians that have like inspired well, influenced you growing up or Uh, even during your career
0: uh well, during my starting out, I'm from Jacksonville, so I seen Lil Duval
1: mm-hmm. um
0: really make it. So he was like the first comedian that I seen out, at my city mm-hmm. that made it. So he definitely impacted my comedy um as far as me feeling like I could do it because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't feel like we are good enough. Like I speak differently. I'm from the south, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, um, somebody who I started with told me I wasn't gonna make it, and because I was country, because I had I was loud, and because of just how I talk, um, and they just said I wasn't gonna make it. So me seeing little Duval make it from my city with the same kind of accent that I had, I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. you said have Let me see that." <laughs> so little Duval definitely is one. Cat Williams, just because I I toured with him, not but it ain't because I toured with him. But be, when I toured with him, I seen how. He can go from city to city to city and kill. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And have different material every time.
1: Um, mm. One
0: of my females I like is Lunell. Um, I love her. Monique, some more. Mm-hmm. So uh, Wanda Sykes. So it's a it's a whole lot of people that I love.
1: Do it feel like um, it's still a like? Do you feel like there's a rise of female uh, comics now, or we still got a way to go?
0: Well, so it has, I think comedy has shifted as far as it's two, it's different lanes now. Like it's stand up and then internet. So mm-hmm. we talk about internet, it's been a rise.
1: Mm-hmm. It's been a
0: rise because they, they're getting exposure quicker. And so the internet females are really showing up, you know, for me, I feel like we got like, uh, Jess hilarious. And mm-hmm. you yeah, you beat Simone and you have, um, I think it's an oh um, pretty I like pretty good. Yeah. she she do a little bit of stand up, but not a whole lot. Um so the it's been a rise as far as seeing females in the business, but I still think we got a long way to go. Do you stand up wise is where I am and I feel like we definitely don't have a lot because we just have Tiffany Haddish and they mm-hmm. always try to make it like it's one person at a time and I want that to change.
1: I think it can. But it, is, it does seem like uh, the comic industry is the one that still is holding true to, like, the traditions, if that makes sense. When it comes to stand-up, not internet. Yeah. But just right. stand-up. So if I'm a female that is trying to become a stand-up comedian, what advice would you give to her on trying to, like, make sure she build the right connections, if that makes sense? And just... Because I'm sure we're women, so we get preyed on all the time. So... There's probably going to be somebody that said they can do something for them or whatever, blah, blah, blah. How do you help them, like, decipher how to move in that way? Should I be making connections or should I be making this on my own? Well, you know, move a little bit more covertly. Well, you should always network.
0: And I just say you, you need to, you better know who you are in this business. And if it don't feel good, like anything, if the vibe is off, then go with that. And listen to, uh, this business is very big to everybody else, but it's actually small. So listen Mm. to what's being said. Don't take everything, but when you hear like somebody did something bad, take Mm -hmm. heed to it. Not saying don't work with them, but know how to deal with them. Like, okay, I heard about them, So I'm gonna be a little cautious. But I will say, Getting to know people for yourself because sometimes people have their own issues that don't really have nothing. Yeah. So my my advice would be go go at it, but listen to
1: your gut. <laughs> so I know you have to do something a little later. So I'm gonna wrap it up with two questions. Okay. My first question is what do you want people to take away from you after leaving one of your shows?
0: Uh, I want you to feel inspired and I want you to understand that nobody has a perfect life and the enemy, always try to make you feel like you're the only one faced this, you're the only one went through that or you're the only one had those thoughts and I want you to know you're not the only one and then also it ain't about where you start, it's just like, even if you had like a hard time at some point, because I started as a single mom and it was tough. You know, you just have to keep going keep pushing. So I want to motivate somebody to realize that where you at is just temporary. It's not the the end. So that's what I want you to walk away feeling like. I don't care if you work at Burger King, be the best Mm -hmm. Burger King worker you can be and understand that you're going to keep climbing. And eventually you're going to leave Burger King and go to something better. So don't beat yourself up too much because Even though they fake like they got their life together on social media, everybody has faced challenges.
1: Mm -hmm. I think this is the perfect segue to my reflection moment is how I end all of them. So think back to (laughs) Miss Jen at 18 years old, fresh out in the world. What would you tell her knowing what you know now? And it doesn't have to be uh, related to your career or anything, just a life Mm -hmm. lesson.
0: It's all going to work out. Period. That's what I would tell myself. I was so scared and lost and confused. I wish somebody would have told me, like, girl, it's all going to work out. So that's what I would tell my younger self.
1: I needed that one, too. <laughs> it's
0: yeah. all going to work out. Some of this stuff you ain't even going to remember in some years.
1: Relationships,
0: Ooh. hardships. Uh, you know trials and tribulations that will be what really makes you into who you are like it's really shaping you for your future so experience it all you know feel your emotions that you gotta feel but get how uh Sarah J say girl get up <laughs>
1: <laughs> and just don't even yeah I know I'm in one right. of those spaces right now where I be feeling like ton of vision and whatever right. I got going on but yeah
0: you, and it be like that. They don't They don't talk about that sometimes. So I share a lot on Facebook at my journey. I'm more personal on Facebook. I think that's the important thing. Sometimes we see people at the end or when they are just now getting some of the fruit of their labor, mm-hmm. but we don't see the process. We miss the beginning. Like it's times that I doubted. It's times that I wanted to quit. It's times that I did quit. Mm-hmm. It's times that, you know, that was really, really hard and dark. And in relationships was horrible money was real tight you know but that something in me just kept me going like just keep going just keep going you gonna get past this you want, and that's what you gotta say to yourself like hey i'm gonna get past this it may not be the way i want but eventually i'm gonna get to where i want to be and this gonna be a memory so you have to remember that it ain't always easy and it's okay to cry we like to suppress things like, nah, go ahead and say, hey, this ain't a good moment for me. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a moment and then don't, but don't give yourself so long in that moment. And that's what I have to work on. You can't stay there. Like, You can't spend three days sad. like, okay, now we gave you one. And then we're going to keep going down to minutes and all of that stuff. So just keep going and get help if you need it. I mean, I had to get therapy at one point.
1: We don't therapy. like to
0: talk about that. We don't talk about it, that. and, and that's the one thing I wish that I also could tell to my younger self. We don't teach Black people and mostly Black women. We talk about be strong, be strong. But baby, therapy was the best thing that I had ever done in my life. It's so freeing. You feel so much better. You feel like you got somebody to support you. Mm-hmm. When I talk, my therapist is a little older than me. She's not that old. She. Which relates to me and mm-hmm. it feel good when you can talk to somebody about your personal things and don't have to worry about nobody talking behind your back you know right. you can just get it out and then that person actually giving you ways to cope and get over and checking in with you I'm telling you y'all if you listening to this I don't care get some therapy and if you got Medicaid it is absolutely free they don't right. tell us that it's free Why I didn't not? know that it's free. Call your Medicaid card and tell them that you're interested in getting therapy. They'll give you a list of people you can go to for free, mm-hmm. and you can get therapy absolutely free. So take advantage, baby. I lay on that sofa and enjoy life.
1: You hear me? <laughs> no, I agree. I've, I've been thinking about um, going to therapy, and I tried to suggest it to a family member. And they kind of got offended as if I was trying to say something was wrong with them. But I was just right. saying, like, I think this would be beneficial for all of us.
0: But, you know, they play, uh therapy to something is wrong with you. Like, no, that's not what it is. I want to learn different ways to handle things. And when you go to therapy, it'll show you so much about yourself. Like therapy showed me why I date the man I date. Mm. Why I deal with situations the way I deal with them. And once I was able to identify that, I was able to make the adjustment to say, you don't you you only date like this because of this and you need to fix this so that you can date differently. And it'll it'll just impact your whole life. Girl, you better tell people no, with no, you don't care. You be like, <laughs> no, I don't. and it won't make you, you know, it's just so much, especially black women. We got so they want us to be literally superheroes. And we're so busy saving everybody else that we are killing ourselves. You need to talk to somebody.
1: This ain't about
0: being crazy. It's about I need a way to survive this world.
1: So why can't I get somebody to help me? I know I said I wasn't gonna ask another question about my exact. No, you can question. go ahead. Cause this made me think of like, cause essentially therapy just makes you um take a pause because yeah. we've been moving so much. Yes. And that made me think of the pandemic. And that was the only time when yeah. I thought about like, oh, maybe I should talk to somebody about something. Right. Um, maybe because everything stood still for a moment. So with you being in the pandemic, did that shift your hustle or was it like a blessing? What was that like for you? Because I know you have stand-up, so you have to be in person with people. So right. taking that the, away, did it make you pivot, learn how to like regroup or
0: something? It definitely made me pivot and it made me get out of my comfort zone because I was so married to stand up that I really didn't take the time that I needed to do social media to commit to it. Well, the pandemic put me in a position where you had no choice. If you want to do comedy, you got to do it on social media. So you had to be able to adjust. But the pandemic, I think, was one of those things for everybody where it was so much time to yourself that you had to deal with who you really are and what you were really doing and even though I was traveling and on the road and felt like I was doing my part in the world I realized that because I was doing so much that I wasn't making enough time for my family
1: Mm. and then I needed
0: to set aside special moments for my family my kids and it allowed me to get to know them on a deeper deeper level and I'll now that's important to me. Now sometimes I may turn down a show, like, nah, I'm not gonna do that because I got this with my kids. And um, so that, that's the part and seeing so many people lose their lives, and me, I didn't have anybody that passed from COVID, but during COVID, it was some people who passed from other things.
1: Mm-hmm. And once
0: you see that, you realize that at the end of all of this, when that casket closed you don't get to come back and get a redo. And Mm -hmm. I think we forget that sometimes because we so busy on the go and want to say we hustling and I'm doing this and I I don't sleep. And you miss the most beautiful thing in life is your family, your friends, the people who love you and appreciate you. So that's the thing that that I took from the pandemic. And I hope that other people took it. Like the thing that really matters to you, you need to decide because when your casket closed, you don't get to come back and be like, oh, hold up. I forgot I, I want
1: to do this one yeah. You don't get no do-over. I'm sorry I needed that. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You that don't get no deep. do-over. Yeah. That was way more uh impactful than I was expecting. But, yeah, I can definitely relate. I think a right. lot of and people that's why you that got to go
0: after your dreams. I think um – um they used to say fear is like, it really is a smoke screen. Like, even though like I used to be, I'm not as shy as I once was off stage. I used to be really, really shy. But me getting on that stage still, no matter how I feel, like, you know what? Even though I'm kind of shy and scared, you got to bust through that wall. Like, even though I'm scared, I'm going to do it. Because this is what I tell you. The people who talk about you, if somebody talk about me, I can say, what you doing? Mm -hmm. It's easy to sit home and say, what you doing? But see, the difference between me and you is, I'm going to be out here trying and I might I'm win and you're going to lose because you ain't even tried. So I know for sure you're going to lose. So go out here, girl, do whatever you want and let dare them to say something. So, cause I'm yeah. out here trying and eventually you're going to win. And that's the part. And when okay. I win, I ain't got no twenty dollars for you where well, I might let you hold five because <laughs> I ain't nasty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Somebody told me that um, basically when you feel fear, like, if there's something that you want to do and you feel fear, then that's kind of like the the go-ahead that you should do. Right.
0: That's that push you need. Yeah. I, and everything I try. Like, I when I was in high school, um, so I always been a person who, but I always been scared. When I want to do something, I just do it. I want to play basketball. I always been a thick girl, big girl. And uh, my friends, they used to be like, girl, you're going to play uh, I'm so little fat so Who? Baby, <laughs> I went to that coach and I went out and guess what? I played basketball. Cause I wanted to, uh-huh. I was in drama cause I wanted to, I ran track cause I wanted to, you know, I, I think my mama gave me that. I don't really care. Like if I want to do it, I want to do it. And ain't nobody going to stop me. And you have to get that mentality. Like, don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Cause that's their fears. You can't do it. So you're trying to project your fear on me. That's you don't know what I could do. I don't know what I could do. And you don't know what you're going to do. You don't even know how great you're going to be. You don't know what your future look like. And you're going to look down the line and be like, oh my, like, sometimes I look down the line, like somebody couldn't have told me when I was 18 that I would tour, that I would mm-hmm. write for while Out, that I would do be anybody. I never thought I was going to even leave my city because I had my kid, my baby boy early. I just mm-hmm. was like, my my life is done. So if I had kept that mentality, come on, you don't know what you're going to be in the future. You don't know who you are yet. You're still discovering God already knew you were going to be great, but you just now discover, discovering who you're going to be. So don't quit, man. Keep going, even though it's rough, because it do get rough for everybody.
1: Everybody, especially with your job being um, where you need the approval of people, if that makes right. sense. Got to make them laugh. They need to laugh. Yeah, gotta they got to feel laugh. something. Yeah. You don't yeah. necessarily need them for personal approval, but like- I know what you meant, though. Yeah. yeah. So, you need them to engage with
0: you. You need that to be, you know, for them to like you so you can work. You know what I'm saying? But I think when you reflect on you, like, you know what? You got to love it. Like, whatever you're doing, you should love it. Like, so if they ain't laugh I feel good because I put it out. And normally when you feel good about somebody something, then it's going to resonate with other people. So, like, you're doing your podcast and you having fun. Then mm-hmm. guess what? People pick up their energy. It's some people who like, man, I enjoyed that, man. I was in a bad place, but I go listen to her podcast and they uplift me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what's important. So that's what the pandemic taught me. We so busy chasing fame and chasing success. We forget what's important. The important thing is when you leave this world, it's going to be millions of people lined up and say, this person impacted my life. And so you never die.
1: Exactly. Like Paul Mooney, if we're going to talk about anybody, because he's not going anywhere.
0: Right. He ain't going nowhere that edgy. Somebody is going to be a little edgy because Mm -hmm. of him. And I'm one of (laughs) them. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And it's going to work out and we're going to have to take it and listen, because you ain't giving us the real anyway. Right.
0: Right. So.
1: And I did enjoy it when I saw you in person because I did see her live, y'all. When I saw you in person, you held it down for the women. I could Thank not you. stop laughing because you said so much relatable stuff. <laughs> Thank I feel you. like I think you said something about because um, I'll never forget anything about tequila because <laughs> I love me some tequila. I'm really trying to get somebody to bring me. I like 1800 Casamigos. For you sponsor me, sponsor <laughs> me. I, I pay for That's it. Right, I period. Keep speaking,
0: no. and next thing
1: you know, you'll have a ball. i would be like, oh, that girl don't chain. Now nah, that girl <laughs> keep running, <Nah."> now. <laughs> <point. laughs> oh, <laughs> speaking of that, I know you have something coming up. Uh, this will be airing later on. Is there anything going on in this summer that you would like anybody to know, where we could... Purchase.
0: Oh, I'm pull my dates. I have some coming up this week, but by time air, uh, it air, yeah. it'll be over. But they can follow me. I'll mm-hmm. post all of my events on my page. And it's gin with a G, like a liquor, G-I-N Thomas on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So they can find me anywhere. And I always keep them updated on where I'm going to be. And I appreciate the support.
1: And thank you for having me, girl. Thank you for accepting. I'll be just so happy. Because look, I'm little old me right now. I feel like eventually I'll be where people want to just volunteer and come anyway but i always i appreciate well everybody. you not little
0: old you baby you a star that's you, got to, you <laughs> be so we be so ready to make ourselves small to make people feel Uh-oh. comfortable no you're supposed to be like well you need to pull up over here with a big thing popping over here so. <laughs> and it, it's a part of the process of you anybody gotta ask somebody and you ain't you yeah. fearless because you was like hey you want to come on my podcast you know, keep that same grind baby you got to talk hey this big stuff over here so girl you got it you got the juice thank you that
1: gin and juice no i'm just playing. Hey. <laughs> thank you i want to thank everybody and i want to thank you for thank joining you. me on this podcast thank my listeners for listening if you haven't done so Please follow her on her Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also follow me on Instagram at a trip to number two India podcast. I drop every Wednesday. I try to bring really great people like you on the show. So if you want to know anything specific, please don't be shy. You can also email me at askindy at a trip to number two India And I'm going to see you next week. All right. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye, girl. Bye.